Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. The topic for today is actually nurture family faith based on 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. It says, I am reminded of your sincere faith. a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother louis and your mother eunice and now i am sure dwells in you as well i have titled my message living faith for a reason the word living here does not only mean active or alive as living means but it also means putting that word into action in other words living out our faith every day and every moment you know god has as long as god gives us breath uh, we will continue to serve him and continue to uh, nurture that faith that god puts in our lives let us understand what is faith faith is according to the dictionary first a complete trust or confidence in someone or something and the second Uh, meaning of this word faith is strong belief in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual conviction rather than proof you know in a world we live in we want proof for everything especially uh, now with so many cards that we hold aadhar card and voter's id card and pan card wherever you go you need a proof that you are who you are but the word of god affirms to us uh we know who we serve the god whom we serve does not need a proof today we will deal with both the definitions putting our complete trust or confidence in god the someone in the first definition and when that is in place we won't need proof as a base for our spiritual conviction and the whole hymn of the church goes like this faith of our fathers living faith uh previously as we grew up in this church uh this was a song that was sung every fathers day but somehow our old hymns have somehow been forgotten what does that line mean it simply means the faith of our fathers to know the faith of our fa- my father i need to give you a gist of my testimony to help you understand my father's faith journey i was born into a staunch catholic family in another city at a time when my father was doing very well in life very successful however my father trusted a man to assist him in his business who betrayed my father's faith and trust in him hurt wounded and desperate to support his family my father returned to kolkata jobless and without hope he had an encounter with his creator god on a sunday night in our old church premises in roy street on a day 
when he had decided to put an end to his misery. He came back home with a faith that was contagious. He lived only 11 years after that. But each day since his newfound faith, he made, it a, made time to nurture that faith and help his family experience it. And today if I stand here, it's because of that faith that my father instilled in each one of us. Ironically, for a man who had no bank balance and not a rupee in his pocket, my father's three favorite hymns were, There Shall Be Showers of Blessings, Count Your Blessings, and Blessed Assurance. If you turn to your hymn book at some point, you will know, read the words and understand you know, what those songs mean. He read aloud Psalms 86 every night before he went to bed. Uh, I know he read it because my sister and, her sis and my other sister, who's a year older to me, we slept in the same room as my parents did. And every night he would read this psalm loudly before he went to bed. As you know, this psalm is a prayer of David. It was also the prayer of my father. Listen to every word that I, as I read it for you. It says, hear me, O Lord, and answer me. For I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call on you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord, who no deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength on behalf of your servant. Save me, because I serve you just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness, that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. My dad's parents did not know the Lord in a personal way. I remember 
a little bit about them because I was very small when my grandparents passed away, my paternal grandparents. My mother's side I have never ever seen or heard. But they did not know the Lord as personally as my father did. But this was my father's favorite psalm. And this was a result of my father's faith, spelled F-A-I-T-H and not F-A-T-E. He instilled in us the belief that our faith will change. Faith, spelled F-A-T-E, will change if our faith does not. In one line, my father's statement of faith was, God knows, God sees, and God answers. I want to let you know, I want to show you two slides. Uh, I hope it will come. This is a picture of my dad. Then of course that's me. And then that's Timothy, our son. So now you know where my son's good looks come from. Yeah, my dad was a very handsome man, tall. And when I see this picture, I'm reminded of this verse in the Bible. You know, I can say the faith of Samuel, that was my dad, the faith of Mina, and now faith of Timothy. I want to show you another picture. This is, of course, you cannot miss out who it is. It's your senior pastor. And that's his, our daughter, Pushpa. And that's our grandson, Ezra. So in years from now, I, I pray, and this is our prayer as a family, that Ezra will stand here and be able to say the faith of my grandfather, Patrick, my mother, Pushpa, and now my faith, that is Ezra's faith. I think it goes without saying that parents play a pivotal role in the development of faith in the lives of their children. I don't know if there is a greater joy as parents than seeing our children carry on the mantle of faith that we have nurtured in their lives and in our family. What excitement it is to know that the tradition of faith will continue from one generation to the other, if we keep fanning the flames that, put, that was put in the heart of our parents. You might ask me how. <clears throat> well, I am not a theologian. I have simply walked obediently in the faith of my father and then unquestionably the faith of my husband and have not regretted it. As Patrick already mentioned, 34 years ago, a year after we were married, Patrick followed the call of God upon his life and by faith, which is a theme for our church this year, we both resigned from our respective jobs and chose to serve the Lord together full time. Our own journey of faith has not been easy, but I can confidently say it has been fulfilling and worthwhile. And based on my experience of these 35 years and the years before that, today I wish to leave with you a few practical ways 
to nurture faith in your family. First of all, I know this might sound very silly, but sing the faith. Sing to your little ones the songs of faith. Even if the message seems too com complex at the time, it will remain in their hearts. And at the right moment, it will make its way to the surface and point your child to God. At any age, these songs remind a person of God's goodness and that we are his beloved children. We just sang songs of faith. You know, it is not just to take us into a time of worship, but it is to assure to us of God's unconditional love for us, his, the faith that we put in him is, not, is, is sung in the songs that we sing to him. When our children were little, they would ask me why I always sang or hummed a song while cooking, ironing, or putting them to sleep. I told them I was not even aware that I did it. But I guess it made me feel good. You know, it feel, makes you feel good when you keep singing songs of praise to him. It affirms God's goodness in your life. Now, years later, our daughter does the same for our grandson. And it brings a calm to any situation. And uh, if you, I, some of you who know Ezra, he has got that gifting too. You know, he cannot speak many uh, words clearly, but he loves to sing. He loves to hum. He loves to just, uh, you know, and strangely, he loves the old hymns of the church. In fact, our daughter always says he was born in the wrong generation. The second, so first of all, sing the faith to your children. Secondly, teach the faith. Your children will not know to learn your heritage of faith unless you teach them. We as parents have a responsibility to teach them in the way they should go. This is not the job of schools or the church or the children's church. This is our job. Every opportunity you get, share your faith story with them. Good and not so good ones. It will encourage their faith to face their future. Our favorite pastime when the children were little was to lie down and tell our children stories, our childhood stories to them. How the God we served had been a faithful God even then. At a time when we did not even know him personally. As you take steps to teach your children about God and pass faith on to them, he encouraged that even from a young age, children can begin to learn about Jesus and put their trust in him. So we saw, sing the faith, teach the faith. The third is pray the faith. Teaching little ones to pray from a young age is crucial. When something goes wrong, they learn that prayer is the first line of defense. And if our children know that, they will approach life's problems with a confident faith. 
being able to journey through with a deep trust in the Lord. Someone by the name of Paul Miller said, Praying out loud can be helpful because it keeps you from getting lost in your head. It makes your thoughts concrete. But it is more than technique, it is a statement of faith. You are audibly declaring your belief in a God who is alive. Sorry if I keep sharing personal stories. But then again, we are talking about nurturing faith in our family. I am reminded of a Christmas when our daughter was about nine years old. She had asked for a Barbie doll. Those of you who have daughters will know there was a craze for Barbie dolls. I think there still is. Children never, daughters never grow tired of dolls. At that point of time, it did not cost much. It was probably about 80 or 90 rupees for a simple Barbie doll. But at that point of time, Patrick and I could not afford even a Barbie doll to give our daughter. So we told her that you pray about it without telling anybody, not to mention to anybody, just pray. Because I still remember my father's statement of faith. God knows, God sees, God answers. And she did. As small as she was, she did. That Christmas, she received gifts from family and friends. And by now you have guessed how my story would end. Yes, among them was a Barbie doll. But that was not what you didn't but what you did not guess was that was not all that she received. She did not receive one Barbie doll. That year she received three Barbie dolls. So you see, our God is indeed a faithful God. That brings us to the next. So we see we sing the faith, we teach the faith, we pray the faith, read the faith. Children love being read to. And I'm so grateful that friends and family had gifted our children Bible-inspired children's books. Reading these stories is one more way of, for children to hear about God and how he works in the lives of his followers. These books touch on grace, mercy, love, sin, and having a relationship with God in a way that their little mind can understand. We knew that these stories would come to them at just the right moment throughout their life. They would make sense to them and familiar as they grow older. These child-friendly versions of biblical accounts have been a great way to share faith in Jesus with our children. I don't know how many of you remember, we had these yellow books, uh, you know, on the characters of the Bible, on Joseph and uh, Jonah and Samson, you know, and somehow we managed to get quite a bit of the characters. And so we, they had a good collection to read from and encourage their own faith. The first book we taught our children to read was the Bible. Initially, just through pictures, and then a few words, then a verse, till they could read a full chapter on their own. In each section of the Bible, we see God's holy, unchanging, faithful, gracious, and loving character. 
and when you instill those characteristics in the lives of your children you will not regret in days to come they will remember and it, it will come back to their mind at the right time that brings us to walk the faith walk the faith walk the journey of faith with your family just like my dad did take your loved ones to the house of god i am grateful to my parents they did not send me to church or sunday school they took all of us to church and we were not few we were six brothers and sisters my parents and my two nephews so you can imagine how big a crowd it was but they always took us all to church together i grew up in this church since age 7 and though it wasn't a perfect place i have found memories of being there every week hail storm rain or flood and believe me those of us who are here from roy street days know how roy street would get flooded during the rains waist deep water you had to walk through and sit in church with those wet clothes for the next 2 or 3 hours of service church was a home away from home for us as a family it was the only place that we felt like we belonged and fitted in and being in that environment around other believers kept us encouraged in our faith and held us accountable to god patrick and i wanted the same for our children church is a place where our kids can learn the truth about god and how to build a relationship with him it's a place where they can meet him worship him and dig deeper into his word church teaches children to serve and love others and to come just as they are to god to a god who loves them unconditionally that's the kind of place we wanted our children to be a part of we did our best to make church a priority in their lives even when our children had exams or were battling slight cough and cold you know if you want to look for excuses there are plenty to find but that will get us nowhere if we start making excuses for our children if they when they are small by the time they grow up they will learn their own excuses to stay away from church next live the faith as important as it it was for lewis and unice to teach timothy it was of equal importance that they lived what they believed in and not only live but to live it in front of timothy when it comes to matters of faith the old adage do what i say and not what i do simply does not work we cannot expect our children or grandchildren to imitate a faith that they don't see lived out in our own lives you know sometimes parents are guilty you know somebody they don't want to see comes knocking tell mommy's not there or daddy's not there you know we do not teach them learn to face this world william booth on the founders messages to the soldiers of salvation army was has defined it well 
faith and works should travel side by side step answering to step like the legs of man walking men walking first faith and then works and then faith again and then works again until they can scarcely distinguish which is the one and which is the other so if when, when you profess your faith know that you have to live it out first before you want your family to imitate that faith so walk the faith till you can walk no more as long as the lord has given us these two legs and breath let us continue to walk in faith that brings me to the next one keep the faith faith isn't something we can fake faith is really about two things trusting god's character and stepping out because of distrust we all have days when we don't know how we will go on loved ones hurt us finances worry us sicknesses may overtake us we lose hope we lose people we love but god will always be there to guide us through the tough times if we keep the faith it is very important we realize how important it is to keep the faith i remember my father had gone through one difficult situation in his life and a person who would have gone through that situation would have stopped his family from coming to church or going to church but i still remember he called all of us to his room and he shared with us that what was said about him was not the truth and that they had nothing to be ashamed of and they encouraged us that we should continue to be in church and not only he not only us he came to he and my mother brought us to church and i'm so thankful to god for parents who have taught us the right way of living you know there are when we live in a family there are there is bound to be disagreements people might hurt us people might upset us but that should not keep us from coming to church we do not come to church for people we come to church for god so my encouragement to you today do not let small petty things keep you away from church or stop your children from coming to church a story is said about a little boy who was invited to his friend's birthday party on the morning of the party a blizzard had struck her little their little town i don't think you should go to the party the father told the child the little boy like any other little boy was so disappointed he began to harass his dad begging him to allow him to go finally much to his surprise his father said all right you can go to the party little boy bundled up his hat and coat and mittens and started down the street to his friend's house when he got to the door he turned around and saw his father turning to walk back home it was then he realized that his father had been walking behind him all the way to make sure that he was safe in our own journey of faith there may be times 
when we feel like we are all alone but in those but in truth we are always surrounded by the love and goodness of god there is never a time when we are truly on our own even when we do not believe him as we should he abided faithful this is a promise given to us in second timothy chapter 2 verse 13 he will never leave you he will never forsake you i came across some interesting and encouraging quotes on faith faith is the ability to trust what we cannot see i'm sure when we were small we did not know what our future held for us definitely not what our future holds for us just now as children we had no idea where the lord would take us which path he would make us walk but that is faith the ability to trust what we cannot see another f- quote goes like this faith equals to i see not but he sees patient faith can be often humiliating it is costly but it never goes unrewarded so feed your faith and your doubts will starve to death faith is living daring confidence in god's grace so sure and certain that a man could stake his life on it a thousand times these are the words of martin luther it is true you know you can put your faith in god and know whatever happens in your life it is not without his knowledge and without his approval faith is knowing not knowing what the future holds but knowing who holds the future faith is an attitude of trust in which a believer receives god's good gift of salvation and lives in that awareness thereafter acts 16 verses 30 to 31 affirms this believe in the lord jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household and galatians 2 chapter 20 chapter 2 verse 20 goes on to say it is no longer i who live but christ who lives in me and the life i now live is the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i want to close with a story titled the one door Sir Isaac Newton had a cat. We all have heard of Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac Newton had a cat which he liked to have always with him in his study. How many of you are cat lovers? Well, I am not. I stay far away from cats and kittens and any other kind of animals. But Isaac Newton loved cats. Okay, so his cat had a kitten. and so isaac used to be sometimes troubled when he heard the two mewing on the wrong side of the door waiting to come in so in an absent mood of mind he ordered the carpenter to make two holes in the door a big one for the mother cat and a little one for the small little kitten he did not realize at the moment till the astonished carpenter explained to him that one hole would suffice for both 
that the kitten could go in from the same door as its mother. Now the moral of the story is that there are no two, no two doors in faith in God. One for parents and one for their children. Jesus is the door for both. For the parents, grandparents, children, grandchildren and anyone that follows behind us. Your children and household can walk through the same door of faith that you did. But the question I want to leave with you today is this. Are we good stewards of the faith passed on to us by our fathers? If not, it is never too late. Make time to nurture your family in the faith of your fathers so that they will know the faith of their fathers still lead them to the same door, that one door that leads to God. God does not promise that fruit will come immediately, but he does promise that his word will not return void. When you are tempted to give up on your children, your grandchildren, Remember that God blesses faithfulness. Psalms 145 verse 4 echoes this truth. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. So my friends, today what I have shared with you comes from a heart that has experienced this faith. As I said, it has not been an easy. And if I go to tell you all the ways that God has ans answered our prayers, you know, it will keep you here for a very, very long time. But he is a faithful God. Never doubt that. So my encouragement to you today is this. May all who come behind us find us faithful. Thanks for listening to this message from AG Kolkata. We hope you would stay connected by following us online. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by using at AGC Kolkata. We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories at agkolkata.org. Hope you have a great week ahead. 